It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah Health. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Welcome to the Utah Book Report. Uh, we are down to the wire for the Utah Grizzlies, so we thought it'd be a great time to bring in head coach Ryan Kness, which head coach and like general manager, vice president, you're you're just you're the guy, right, Ryan? Yeah, I wear a lot of hats around here, yeah. <laughs> the the joys of minor league hockey, you get to learn and do uh, just all kinds of stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of times where you're finding yourself doing stuff that you never knew you'd be doing as a head coach. Yeah, there's never never a dull day around here. Um, yeah, especially this year, there's been so much going on, um, so many injuries, call ups. It's just every year has its own feel to it, and you know we've managed to to get this far, and you know I'm proud of this group, and obviously this weekend, uh, you know the ball's in our hands. Uh, you know it's up to us if we want to get into the dance or not. You know. So let's talk about that. You've got you've got playoffs. You're I, I was looking at the the standings right before we went on the air. And there are like four teams within two points of each other from third, fourth, fifth, sixth place, right? Like you guys are neck yeah. and neck with a bunch of teams. Um Idaho's basically running away with it. They've they've somehow produced a powerhouse team this year. Um, which as we know is awesome during the regular season, but you never know what that's gonna produce during the playoffs. Yeah. There's a lot of teams, uh, and you guys play Wednesday, Friday, Saturday against yeah. Tulsa. Tulsa, yeah. And what do you have to do from here to make the playoffs? Win out? Uh, so to guarantee a playoff spot if, if we win all three. Um, if we win two, we'd probably need Wichita or Rapid to lose a game or Kansas City. Um. Yeah, so it's tight, but I mean, we hold our hold the cards here. If we win out, we're we're in. So that's a it's a good right. spot to be in. Um, a little bit different than your first year of coaching, where you guys just uh, had an amazing regular season. You seem to have such a unique group on the ice, and you and I talked about this a little bit last year. There's there's a chemistry that sometimes just clicks, and then sometimes. It's, how hard is it when you have so many pull-ups, so many injuries, and then you, you know, we we know that during the offseason you lost Mason Manick, who looked like he was a real character guy in the locker room. Is it just impossible to try to stay balance and figure out who's going to work well in the locker room as well as on guys? Yeah, it's, I mean, each year in the in this league is, it's, you kind of hit the reset button, you know, um, and it's, it's, 
tough. Every every day is different in this league. You you know, one day you're happy and you got all your guys, and next day two guys are injured, two guys are called up, and it just seems like that's been one of those years for us. But you know, we've found a way, like I said, to you know, to be in this position and you know, we win these games we're in and, you know, our group's really excited about that and they're pretty focused. Yeah, you seem to have a, a really good group of guys. I, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky because I get to, you know, sometimes come in and practice with you guys and, and get to know some of the guys and maybe see some of the behind-the-scenes stuff. And uh, you've got some real characters, and character guys, but characters too. Uh, Lucas reminds me a lot of a uh, – I'm trying to think. Of, there, there was a goalie. We had, Igor Bobkov was a goalie that was here yeah. years ago. Just, uh, you know, you definitely knew when he was around. Very, very loud and funny and entertaining. So he's fun to have around. Then you've got, like, such solid goaltending. You have three goalies that are – all three of them could be your number one. So that's that's pretty lucky to have, right, especially at this level. Yeah, we've, we've had an amazing uh... – goaltender trio we knew they would be good they they've uh the first half of the year wasn't and i i think they'd probably agree it wasn't their best half but you know they've come on strong here in the second half and you know obviously produced a lot more wins for us and you know we did a, did a good job climbing up in the standings we were you know in january there things were looking pretty grim but you know we turned things around and uh yeah, it's a fight every day, but, you know, it's a good fight to be in. You know, some teams are already, you know, booking flights home for players and, you know, they're already mathematically out. So to be, you know, from the first half we had with, with injuries and everything, I mean, the injuries in the second half have, have piled up here too, but that's just part of the game. And that next man up mentality, you know, kind of what we've always had here is is uh, shining through right now. Yeah, I mean – I I was in the locker room and saw some of the struggles like with uh, Johnny Walker and seeing how frustrated he was with his injury. And, and like, he's working hard to try to get back in the lineup and wants to be involved the team. The team seems to want him to be there, but man, when you're hurt and you're playing such a physical game, there's not, there's not much you can do. Yeah. And he plays a tough brand. Obviously he's been out of our lineup now for, the past few weeks and I don't really see him returning um, this season unless a miracle happens. So, and we got a couple other guys in that boat that we've lost some pretty key guys at, at a key time, but you know, we've, we've gone out and signed a few, a uh, few guys at a college and major junior and uh, it's kind of bolstered our lineup for the time being. So, um, you know, so losing camps. You see, when you see uh, the college season ending and major juniors ending, you're watching guys. Um, you know, what, what do you go after? How do you start looking for guys? When do you decide, like, this is the guy we're going to bring in? Or like, is it uh, some contacts or is it just from watching games? A lot of it's uh, contacts and trying to find uh, guys that have played with them. You know, the hockey world's small, so you can typically find a guy that's been in a locker room with that guy and get a character reference from him. and you know, um, we look for guys that are going to fit in kind of seamlessly. And, you know, we got this, uh, Mick Mesner came in, uh, played with Christian Simeone at Merrimack. We got uh, Nolan Ritchie who came out of Brandon. Uh, he was a captain there. Um, Miner and Shear and Jameson all skate with him in the summer. 
and then uh, Mayhew played with uh, right at DU, and then obviously Luke Martin. We we had him all year last year, so it was is nice to add those four guys, and uh, we'll have another guy coming down uh, tomorrow. So that which will be a big help up front for us. Yeah, you'd think you know I, I, a lot of the message boards and the Facebook and a lot is just they get frustrated. A lot of the fans are like, oh, why did this happen? Or why did this player move or whatever? And everybody thinks it's so easy, but they don't know like how hard it is. You know, you're, you've got a jigsaw puzzle every day, basically that you have to find pieces to, to fit. And sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't always fit, but you've got, you've got holes that you got to plug for like we keep talking about. So you've done an amazing job this year of just constantly looking for guys to bring in the avalanches seem to, uh, you know, really borrow, especially Trent Minor. Like he seems to be going up and down every other week. Yeah, so, you know that's that's the nature of the business. That you know teams are always pulling from us, and we've had uh, you know Kyle Betts went up to Belleville. He played two games for us this year. Went up to Belleville, um, you know, after two games, and he's uh, he'll be the player returning tomorrow. Okay. Which is a massive ad for us, the center Iceman. And, uh, you know, Brandon Cutler's been up most of the year. So these are ECHL guys that, you know, you expect to lose your two way guys. But, uh, you know, uh, for Cutler and Betts, like it's good for them to get a look. You know, um, that's why these some of these guys sign ECHL deals and kind of bet on themselves. And that's just, it's the business that we're in. And, uh, you know, we've managed to make it this far and, you know, I, I feel pretty confident in, in this weekend and, and getting into the, into the playoffs. Well, that's awesome. Uh, one of the other big th- things that came up, uh, you, you made a move a couple of weeks ago that nobody saw coming, uh, sending a player to Cincinnati, a, a good player, you know, putting up a lot of points and you end up getting, and he was already up in the AHL, so he wasn't really with you at the time. But then you end up getting Mason Mannix rights back. And Mason played last year and a little bit, like a couple games the season before. Fan favorite, local kid. Um, can I just ask, like, what's what was your plan there? And have you, have, is there any hope of seeing Mason this season? Uh, so that trade was, you know, we were not expecting Andrew back uh, for the regular season. So we thought we'd make a move. Um, and we got Mason's rights in that move as well as another player who we'll get at the end of the year. Um, the idea behind Mason was let's grab his rights back. He's here. If he wants to play great, if not, um, I totally understand, you know, he's, he's going to school, but if he had that itch, then it was just uh, one more weapon that we had. And uh, I don't think we'll see him this year. You know, he's pretty busy with the school, but I just wanted to make sure we had, that option covered if it if it was uh, going to come true, and if it doesn't work this year, you still have his rights for next year. So if he has more of an idea that you know, hey, I I figured out my school schedule a little bit better, maybe I can actually do this thing. That's a possibility for next year, right? Well, we won't have his rights actually because he didn't play this year. He'll end up being a free agent on uh, July first. Um, so we could talk with him contracts. Obviously I know I, you know, I love Mason. He was, he's a huge part of this team last year. He's an unbelievable kid. And I'm sure if he's going to play anywhere, he'd, he'd love to play in front of his hometown. 
Yeah. And that's like uh, instant 20 season tickets just to his family, right? Like, <laughs> well, I think it's an inst- instant suite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, I think they ended up getting a suite last year. So, you know, it was pretty cool seeing, uh, you know, a, a dream come true for him, he obviously to play in the Maverick Center and to have the season he had, um, you know, it was pretty special. It was, uh, it was yeah. a pretty, pretty cool to watch. Yeah. That was a lot of fun for us too. I mean, obviously, you know, like his parents are some of my best friends and I see him all the time and, and just watching Mason grow up since such a little kid and being, uh, I think I've told the story before when he was a little kid and he made the junior Grizzlies and they're like 10, 12 years old, whatever. And they had, we all gave our kids cell phones at that age. One, people thought we were crazy, but it, they carried it with them everywhere they went and we could track them everywhere they went. That was my whole, you know. Yeah. But Mason's voicemail at like 12 years old was like, hi, this is Mason Manick from the Utah Grizzlies. <laughs> so like he was a, he was wanted to be a Grizzly for as long as I can remember. So man, it was just, it was magical for all of us. And I think everybody's just hoping to see, like, I, th- I think we're going to beg him all summer to just give it another go. But yeah, I know he's, he's, uh, you know, he made a, a life choice. Obviously he has his schooling uh, covered from the Western Hockey League. And, you know, once he's done with school, uh, he's got that to fall back on. He's only going to be, you know, 24, 25, if he wanted to come back and play. So it's, I think he made a great choice, you know, and he obviously got married this summer and, you know, Mason's a pretty uh, strong headed kid and knows what he wants in life. And, if uh, the door's always open for him here, though, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Ryan, I just uh, we're excited about this weekend again. It's Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. I'm going to have tickets to give away on the Utah Puck Report and KSL 103.5, the Arrow FM 100. Like we're all giving away and promoting the games all week. And well, I think uh, Saturday's Star Wars night too. Oh, that's my night. Yeah, and that's usually. Between that and guns and hoses, it's usually the top ticket during the year. So I'm expecting pretty big crowds this weekend. So it should be a a great atmosphere for our team to get the fans into it. And yeah, I'm, I'm expecting good things this week. Well, us too, man. We're, uh, you know, all of Utah is behind you. We're excited about what's going on. We're, we're excited to uh, be in the building and, Honestly, if you guys were just – if this was a weekend and you were already out of it or you were already guaranteed, it would just be another weekend. But with so much on the line, I just – I look forward to this kind of hockey. This is already playoff hockey. Um, it's it's more intense. Everything matters. Star Wars night, it just seems like a lot more fun. And it's, it's going to be awesome. So we'll give away tickets. Uh, tickets are for sale still. I don't think Saturday's sold out yet, so we'll get everybody – that's listening. If you're looking for something to do, I mean, this is, you got to go. This is playoff hockey and Utah Grizzlies fighting for playoff berth or playoff rights. And uh, come out and check out a game. Ryan, you got anything else you want to say to everybody before we let you go? No, I just, you know, I would urge, like you said, urge people to come out. You know, even the Wednesday, Wednesday's game is just as important as Friday, Saturday. So, you know, the more people in here, the more, more life it's going to bring to our team. And, uh, you know, we should be should be flying around looking good this week. Nice. Well, we're going we're gonna to rock that Maverick Center this weekend. I'll be there Wednesday night for sure. Uh, Coach Kanasovich, thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're, you're busy and things are crazy right now, and but we appreciate you coming on the show again. Yeah, thanks for having me as always. Okay, that is the Utah Puck Report.
two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.